I do not buy dreams. I sell them. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Flagrant Take Podcast. Happy holidays. I hope all is well. I'm your host, Fred Johnson, and with me today, return guest, my brother, Samad the God, man. First and foremost, man, thank you for coming back. And, uh, you know, it was only right to have you back because there was a lot of reaction and response that I received to your previous appearance on the show. Uh, A lot of people were captivated. They had questions. They wanted to know more. Um, and so I felt today would be a good opportunity for us to kind of get together and, you know, break down a couple, you know, instances in regards to your life, you know, different experiences in which you had. And I mean, even at the time when we stopped the last podcast, you had enough material to go on that could fill another couple podcasts. Yeah. And, and so, you know, we wanted to definitely get back together and, and allow that opportunity for you to break down and delve deeper into a lot of the you know, different scenarios and and situations you find yourself in, you know, while hustling, man. So, you know, one of which that you even mentioned once we stopped recording last time was when a couple gentlemen were sent for you. And, uh, you know, from there you went on to say that, you know, it was uh, three gentlemen, I believe, who came to the building. But I want you to paint the picture of, of you know, what led to this as far as what you know. And then, you know, let's go through the actual occurrence of what transpired. All right, so basically um, what what happened was I was um, I was in Irvington and I was in a building. New Jersey, right? Irvington, yeah, New Irvington, Jersey. New Jersey. And um, I, was in a, I was in a building. <laughs> it's crazy because this building that I was in, it's a, it, it was a, it was a three-story building. It was a three-story uh, dwelling, you know what I'm saying? And on, so on the first floor, you got one, two, three families. Second floor, you got three families. And on the third floor, you got three families, right? So um, I was downstairs on the first floor initially. And then I went all the way upstairs to the third floor. So it, we, were, we were in this building and we were selling drugs in the building. Um, so this is like my, this is like my, this is like my, after I really started getting my hustle on and I started acting stupid with my money. So, um, I was, I was all the way upstairs and one, one of the guys that was downstairs on the first floor was stopping all the customers from coming in. It was three people on, on the floor, one on the first, one on the second, one on the third. Right. We, we, we were, we would exchange sales, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So were you guys all a, all a part of one operation? Nah, we were all okay. different. Everybody had their own, everybody had their own product. Ah, uh, got you, got you, got I had, you. I had caps that were probably gold and green. Other dudes had like red and blue. Other dudes had all black or white. But so, all the same, you know, be it cocaine, be it, it, was, it, was, it was all it was, that. Yeah, it but was, it was differentiated between what crew was exactly, on each floor. Absolutely, absolutely, gotcha. absolutely. So it's funny, man. It's just funny. You're gonna kick out of it. So um. So I'm upstairs and this is before this is before the age of cell phones where you know people were like yo call you and be like yo such and such is doing this that and the third like so my dude was downstairs on the first floor and he came through and he saw this cat downstairs <laughs> stopping all the sales coming through 
Like, he was stopping all the sales. Because I'm wondering, like, it's nothing coming up to the third floor. It's been a minute. You know it's what slow. Mean? It's dumb slow. So my dude comes upstairs and says, yo, nigga downstairs. He said he's stopping everybody at the first floor. You know what I mean? He's catching all the money coming through. He said, you need to go down there and handle that. And so was there an agreement put in place between everybody who was on each floor that these are my customers there to come see me, nah, not it, you? It, it, wasn't okay. even, it wasn't even anybody's customers in particular. It was just the fact that, you know, we were, we were, we were diplomatic enough to, to alternate sales. You know what I'm saying? Right. You get, you get a sale, I get the next sale, the next man, get the next sale. You get a sale, I get a sale, the next man, so forth, so on. You know what I'm saying? So this guy felt as though he didn't want to give anybody any other sales. He's catching all the sales, and we don't know because we're, we're on the second and the next floor. Right. So I go downstairs, and I go outside and sit on the front stoop. Now, <clears throat> two reasons why I violated it. One is because, one is because I'm outside. That's why we're inside. You're not supposed to be outside. You should never be seen no one, by the general public. No one is supposed to be outside selling any drugs in front of this in, in, in front of this building at all. Gotcha. Okay. So I went outside and set up my milk crate. And I'm sitting on on the, on the front stoop. Yeah. And I'm catching people before they even come in to get to the first floor. So now you've pretty much leapfrogged the line I, from third I, floor to first. All the past first floor. I'm <laughs> so um, they went by, you know what I'm saying? I, I got my, you know, I got a nice little, little little stash. So I dip. I come back. My man's like, yo, some dudes is looking for you. So, I, you know, I really didn't know who it was. Didn't have any idea, had anything to do with what was going on there today. Yeah. You know, at a particular day. So, um... You know, I'm like, well, who was it? He's like, I don't know, just some dude was looking for him. Some cat said he's going to be back. So I went upstairs to the third floor and put my shit away. And when I came back out, sure enough, these dudes was coming up the stairs. Now, I seen one of the dudes before. The other two I never seen before. So um, the one dude, it was, uh, his, it was his niece. It was his niece, boyfriend, who... Stepped on my toes and then I stepped on his toes. So, okay, niece, boyfriend who worked on the first floor. Exactly. First floor. Exactly. Gotcha. Exactly. Okay. So, called him. He comes through with his boys. And, um, you know, we're having a little conversation. So, the dudes, the one of the dudes like, no, fuck that. We don't want to talk. Da, 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 da. So, now, I'm kind of looking for a way to get out now. Yeah. It's three of them and it's just me. Yeah. I'm dolo. You know what I mean? So... I'm like, well, look, let's just go downstairs because I don't want to be up here. We're not even really supposed to be all the way up top like that, making a lot of noise. Let's go downstairs. And before we could even get downstairs, it, it, started, it just started going down. One nigga swung on me, so <clears throat> I swung back on him. Another nigga hit me in the back of my head, and I grabbed one dude that was in front of me, the closest dude to me, grabbed him and picked him up. And I almost had him down the stairs, and another dude hit me in the ribs. That was it. You immediately it, dropped I, who I you dropped, had. I dropped him, and once I dropped him, it was over, man. You just Yo, hit the ground, balled the, up. Listen, these dudes, these dudes stopped, stopped me, kicked me. I had, I still had like, I don't know, five or six bottles in my hand. But I tell you, I put my pack away. Yeah. And they would, they wanted, you know, they, they were gonna stomp me out, basically take my take shit and kick me the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So where's the shit at? Where's the shit? So I, like I said, I got like five bottles in my hand. So I got it balled up in my hand. The dude stomped on my hand, bro. 
Yeah. Like with everything like stomped on my hand. So I opened my hand up immediately. And the drop you know fall I mean? spills Dropped, out. Yeah, spilled out. Um yeah, so um dude kicked me in the mouth. You know what I mean? Fucked my mouth up. Um and as I was trying to, you know, just trying to basically fight for my life, I was pulling on this lady opened her door. So I grabbed the door jam, you know what I'm saying? I had and I was trying to pull myself inside. And she fucking closed the door on my hands, my G. Like, blow. So I let the door go. They drugged me out and continued to beat the shit out of me. And then the lady from the second floor ran upstairs. And she's like, oh, my God, y'all going to kill him. Because I was, they didn't rip my clothes. Like, I had a, um, a, um, a bib overalls. Yeah. I had a pair of those on. They had uh. ripped those off me, bro. I'm in my drawers. One sneaker on. Other sneaker was down. You know, they, they tried to kill me, bro. If this girl wouldn't came out, they probably would have killed me. So, um. They stopped, you know what I'm saying? She picked me up, brought me in her house, and then took me out through the back. Because they, they weren't gonna leave, they weren't gonna not, they weren't gonna not wait for Finish me. Finish the job. Yeah, they yeah. were yeah, they were they were they were not gonna leave. And and I was and I was I was fuck I mean I was I was fucked Defenseless. up. I was fucked, couldn't see, my shit was fucked up, my mouth was all fucked up. Like, so I um I I ran out the back and uh somebody had called the ambulance. The police came first. Police came and um, stopped me out because I was coming through the alley. They stopped me and they saw me. They were like, what the fuck happened to you? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I told them I just said I got jumped. I didn't see it. I had nothing to do with drugs. Right. Nothing, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm not trying to make the spot hotter. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they took me and um, put me, sit me out front and then put me in the ambulance, took me down to the, to the hospital. So I get down to the hospital and I get my jaw wired up. My jaw was My jaw was wired. I was downtown Newark, and um, I caught a I caught a cab back uptown that same night. I had like I don't know a handful of I think they gave me like some pain pills or something. Had some pain pills and and some antibiotics. So the extent of your injury was just a broken jaw. My, yeah, my jaw was fucked up. But no, I mean with your hand nah, getting my, stepped my on, hand was swollen, all that shit. Was, okay. yeah, I was that was and my 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 ribs were pretty bad too. So when I get back up the way. What do I do? Went right back to I the... went right back to the spot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I go back to the spot, and I go back to the third floor. None of my people are there. None of my people are there. You know what I'm saying? There's nobody on the second floor. It's a dude on the first floor. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, I, don't know, I don't know who the dude is, but it's somebody on the first floor. You know what I'm saying? And, and I came through, and I guess he thought I was trying to cop. And I went upstairs, and nobody was up there. So um, the next day, I came back. And I was upstairs getting, I was getting a little bit of paper. I'll never forget it. And this dude came in. He's like, yo, ain't you the dude? And he just ran downstairs. And my motherfucking stomach dropped, bro. Yo, these niggas was downstairs, man. They were downstairs. You hear me? Back. These niggas was downstairs. I didn't think they were going to come back. Police and King. Yo, these niggas came back. Word. So was it one of the guys who assaulted you who came it was, up and was, it was like... Two of the, it was two of the three, bro. It was two oh, of the three. Word. They didn't get it stomped on my hand and kicked me in my mouth. It was him in particular. Because when I, when I went downstairs to try to go out, the nigga smashed the motherfucking door into my jaw, bro. Fuck my mouth. That's why my lip looks like this. Because it busted my... I had wire. My mouth was wired. Busted my shit all up, bro. Busted my shit all so up. So they came back... And assaulted you again. Yeah, but they didn't think I was going to be there. I didn't think that they were going to be there. 
But they, yeah. Wow. So man. when he saw you, said, "Aren't you the?" And he ran, ran downstairs to tell the dude, like, "This nigga is back." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so the girl came out, the same girl from the second floor. Yeah, she came out. She's like, "Uh, uh-uh, y'all ain't doing this shit tonight." She said, "You get out, and y'all get out." So as she was telling me to go, telling them to go behind, I was already gone. Pam, I'm ba- I'm gone. Bounced. I bounced. Saved your life back yeah. in back days. And, and I was st- look, I jumped in the cabin and was back down to the hospital and fucking the doctor was like, Are you kidding me? Yo, your fucking teeth are gonna be fucked up. Yo, my mouth was f- yo, my man. So so you go back again yeah, more and more. Like 48 hours later, bro, and, and my man was like He's like, it's really nothing I can do. So take me through your thought process then. So when you're back, what's going through your mind? I just, I mean, I, 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 I had to get money. You know what I'm saying? I had to, I had to survive. I had to do what I had to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, I, maybe I should have, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't. So think, you were never holding heat. Nah. Never had nah, heat. Nah. Nah. Because I remember asking in the last episode if you thought it was feasible for somebody to thrive in the in the drug game. Like, could you ever avoid conflict of any kind? Yeah. And it seemed like this is something that was inevitable, especially when you have three different organizations operating from out of the same building and it's tiered off, you know, because you being on the third floor was clearly a disadvantage. Yeah. I mean, but, and that's, and that's what the whole thing was. It was like, I, I wasn't, I didn't think that anything was going to jump off from my perspective because I wasn't in the position to be disrespectful. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So, 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 why is somebody gonna come at me? I'm on the third floor. I'm getting, I'm getting petty chips. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like motherfucker, just like my man was doing, without knowledge, he could have been down there on the first floor, and yeah. they could have been doing that shit for the longest. It was yeah. just so happened my man went down there and said, "Yo, old boy's down there beasting." That's what he called it. He down there beasting. I'm like, where at? He said, "On the first floor." You yeah. know what I'm saying? So nobody was catching nothing. So my whole thing is, like, my, my, my initial thought was to go to the third floor so I wouldn't be any hindrance to anybody. Yeah. I wouldn't be any, any, any factor to nobody. You know what I'm saying? They, could go, they know what's going to happen because they gotta, anybody coming, they're going to come past them to get to me. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. So, so it was more like, I'm going to just take my little bit. Yeah, because I wasn't. My little bit of pie. Yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, thing. because every, everybody, everybody was eating. Everybody was eating. Everybody was happy. So in your mind, going now, hospital, second time, are you thinking, let me go to the, to the crew on the second floor? Because technically, he was beasting and taking customers from them as well. Mm-hmm. And maybe we click up and figure out a way to get rid of these guys. Nah, that's not what I did. Okay. What I, did. I went to um, Marshtown, and I went to one of my cousins. One of my older cousins, I'm not gonna say his name, but I went to one of my cousins and I got a I got a pistol. And I came back and I went back to the building, the same came building. back a third time. And I sat on the front stoop on a milk crate with a pack with my gun between my lap. Jaw wired shut wired and shut. rewired. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cause you had to get your money. Yeah. So and it wasn't even about I wasn't even about wasn't even about the money. It was like if I get some bread, it, you know that's that's extra. Yeah. But I was trying to see somebody. You know okay. So I now was, it's principal. Yeah, I was trying to. Yeah, of course yeah. I'm, trying, I'm trying to see somebody, and I'm trying to let somebody know I'm here. So because yeah. you know it's like I'm now it's like live or die. I'm not. You're I'm gonna not, have to kill me. Yeah, that's just how because it's 
come on, man. It was over. It was over after you stomped me out, took my shit, and sent me to the hospital. That was it was over then. It should have been yeah. over. You know what I'm saying? I never met you in my life. I never had no beef. Like it should have yeah. been over. I come back and then you're gonna smash a door into my fucking face. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And it were it wasn't like, you know, they tried to jump up, but just but they, you shouldn't even have did that shit. Like yeah. it, it was over, bro. So now you you have like everything is they not added insult to injury. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I gotta I gotta do what I do. So, you know, the niggas didn't come through for like a couple of days. So probably that maybe a week later I came through. And I, you know, I wasn't even going hustling at the building the building no more after that. You know what I'm saying? I came through and I seen the niggas and I shot at the niggas. Somebody told on me that I shot at the niggas. I went down on 16th Avenue by the gas station in Irvington. It's, it's a um, little it's a borderline. And um it was a it was it was an investigation done. And bullets were found, and my fingerprints were found on a bullet, and I caught a bit off of that. Mm. And I went to uh, Riverfront State Prison, and from Riverfront, I were gonna, they were gonna send me to Broadway, but I finished out my finished out my bid, and went to uh, to a halfway house. But before all of that happened, it was like, it, it was like a lot of stuff going on, man. It, it's like the prison was just being built, so. Oh, it was it was just it was it was crazy, man. It was crazy, and I and this is when I really started going to to prison. Okay, let's take it back to one quick thing. When you went back that night because you wanted to see someone, mm-hmm. obviously they never came back. But on that first floor, didn't you say it was a relative who lived there, uh, or the girlfriend of somebody who had been involved in that assault? Yeah. So for you, was it a matter of code that you don't involve women and children? Like, I mean, there was that, no need to put the pressure it, it on her no, to get them back yeah, that it was night? No, it was no need for that be- only because, I, I mean, I, I really don't think, I, I mean, I would see this girl on the, all the time, and I don't even really think she was um, affiliated with what was going on in the hallway, you feel me? Okay. Yeah. So she was just a civilian. Yeah, because it okay. was a lot of people. I'm telling you, it was, it was three families per floor. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, you come in. First floor, you got a door, a door, a door, and you walk up, second floor, family, 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 go to step, 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 that's the third. Yeah. So, you know, excuse me, and it was, it was, and that's just what it was. It was where, it was where people lived, bro. I mean, people, you know, kids coming out, and it was certain times that nobody was to be in the hallway because the kids were coming out, coming home from school. Wow. So you couldn't even be in the hallway. And it would be people upstairs, up above the third floor, smoking, getting high. But 145, from 145 to like 4 o'clock, couldn't nobody be in that building, bro. So that was just an arrangement y'all made with the residences so they wouldn't, so they would keep the cops off of y'all and let you do your thing? What it was is, I don't even think it was that because it was more so jokers come out and be like, yo, you know, Miss Annie said she she don't want she don't want nobody in the hallway because the kids are in the hallway during you know certain times. So she doesn't say anything to everybody. She says something to one person and one dude like Miss Annie. Don't even worry about. It. I got it. You know, I got a nigga like oh, I got yeah, it. And yeah. He makes it known to everybody coming through the hallway. And and after a while, like yo, Kareem said, Miss Annie said da 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 da, and they be like, oh shit. So they be out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying if Kareem say, oh, you know, somebody. Yeah, so that's the way it is. It was like that. So it could have been on the premise of, you know, they had an arrangement, but that wasn't the way it was. It was just, that's respect, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Question. So 
when it came down to you having a movie operation, because you said when you came back, you weren't even hustling out of that building right. anymore right. Uh, on right. the third floor. Right. What did it take for you to move your operation from that building to another spot? Nothing. Just find, just, just find another place. That's all. Spot in the, you know, like spot in the park. Like, where do you go in your mind I mean, I, to I, set up shop It next? was a couple places I knew I could have went, you know what I mean? But I was comfortable where I was at. You know yeah. So, yeah, I already knew I was gonna go. Okay. I wasn't even tripping off of that. You know, it was just where I was at was it, was it was cool. It was inside. I never had to worry about being outside. If it was cold, I'm inside. It's warm. I'm yeah. on the third floor. Heat rises. It was always warm up top. Yeah. If I had a little chick wanna come through and like you know get freaky real quick, I have a chick come through and it's warm upstairs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I keep doing what I'm doing. I don't even gotta worry about nothing. And that's just how it was. You know what I'm saying? So Oops. yeah, but. Once, once everything was over, I knew where I was going to go. So did you ever see those guys again? I know you said from um, there you started going in and out of prison after that nah, gun charge. because uh, I left from down there and came up to, um, I went up to uh, to North, Northern, not even Northern, I guess we would say Western, that's the Sussex County. Mm. Yeah, I went up there. So that's um, the Marstown area, the Dover area, Roxbury, New Jersey area. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And that's when... Um, that's when, once I once all I left from down there, that's when I went up there and I met, I told you when I started messing around in Marstown and I started I brought you up to speed once I met old boy, right? And then I got with old girl, Christine, yeah. And we were about to get married and she left me in limbo, right? And row and when I, this last this last bid, yeah. Like twenty one eighty five, so. Um, you know, and was that your only incident of incidents of conflict while hustling? Would you ever run into any more spats, incidences, you know, where there would be um, confrontation or violence? I had I think I yeah, I did. I um <laughs> I was at this I was at this other spot. I was this is like on the borderline, this is in like Valesburg, Irvington. Um was that you said was considered orange, East Orange? It's like the Vail, it's like the Valesburg, Irvington. It's, it's like a borderline. But anyway, I was down uh on um 18th Avenue, down the bottom of 18th Avenue in, in, in Irvington, Valesburg. And um I was hustling down there. And, and what year is this for a point oh, of reference? Man, this is you see it was after Devin, it might have been in 2000. Damn, man, maybe 2002, three, something like that. Now, does this predate the previous story? This, this is, this is after, this is after I was in Irvington. Okay. At the spot where I got jumped at. Okay. This is after that. Okay. Um, I was down there, and. These guy, I was uh, I ran into this guy that was down there because I was trying to find somebody that I could get with that that could help me get my shit off. And plus, I was new to this area. This is kind of recently after that incident up there, up top. Okay. Right. When I'm down down the hill, I'm down at like 18th Avenue. So I meet this dude. I got a pocket full of money. I got a pocket full of coke, and I'm like, Yo, I'm gonna take you shopping. Let's go shopping. I'm saying so. I had on a, um, I had on a pair of Patrick Ewing, Patrick Ewing Adidas, right? The Adidas sweatsuit, and I got a 
pocket full of money. Let's go up. I'm going to take you to Irvington Center and buy you a sweatsuit, sneakers. Here, yeah, right, let's go. So he come, he's like, yo, we're going to go with my man to take us. So he goes to get this dude. Now, me, I'm always, I'm always cautious about what I do with my bread. So I got a lot of money in my pocket, but I got the majority of money in my shoe. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But I got a lot of money in my pocket. So we get in the car, and it's this kid named Khalif that I know. And it's Khalif in the front seat driving. It's my dude in the back seat with me. And it's Khalif's dude up there in the front seat, right? So we're driving shit. So the dude in the front seat tells Khalif, yo, pull over, pull over, pull over. So I'm like, what's up? I'm just thinking like, what's up? <laughs> so dude's like, yo, he turns around and puts the gun in my face, right? So I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So like, yo, man, you don't know me. I don't know you. He said, it ain't personal. He said, but I'm hungry and my kids got to eat too, bro. He said, so I know you got it. Let me get that. So I'm, I'm just looking at the gun. I'm not paying attention to nothing else that's going on, but I'm looking at this gun and I keep hearing my man say, yo, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. He just kept saying, I'm hungry. You know what I'm saying? And I'm thinking, this nigga gonna kill, he's gonna shoot me in my face. So yeah. the dude that's sitting next to me, he don't say nothing. So I don't even know, I, I don't know nothing. I don't know nothing until after. So I go in my pocket and take my money out and hand him my money. I said, bro, that's all I got. That's all I got. So he looks at my man and my man's like, and shakes his head. So he kicks me out the car. Kicks me out the car. No, were you expecting them to shoot? I, I, and initially, I thought he was gonna shoot both of us. Cause I always believe the thing is, if they can, if you can see their faces and they're not bothering to wear a mask, it's over. That's what I thought. Okay. That's what I thought. Khalif, I know, and I know Khalif, and I'm thinking that's why the he didn't, cause he knows that I ain't gonna tell on him. He knows I ain't gonna tell on him. You know what I'm saying? He knows that he knows. I know this cat. The one that's, I know him, and that's probably why this cat. Was was in cahoots with him and was like, yo, you you, you know what I'm saying? Get the nigga, just get him. Cause I know I know this nigga. Like he he knows me. So he knew. Yeah. You got the money. Yeah. Okay. And so um so I get out the car and I start walking back towards Irvington. And I um I go to the old boy's house who's in the passenger seat. Yeah. With me, in the back seat. I go to his house and I tell his mother. His grandmother and his father, I tell him we got robbed. You know what I'm saying? I said, I, I don't know if he had anything to do with it, but I told him, I said, what my man did, I said, he nodded at him. You know what I'm saying? When he, when he, when he when I handed him my money, I said, the only reason I'm coming here, because I don't know what else to do. I said, I don't have no way to get home. I got, still got money. I said, I don't know where to get home. I said, I don't, I don't even have, I said, I don't even know where the fuck I'm at. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is, this is, all this neighborhood was new to me. This is, this is all new shit to me. So, um, they were like, all right, well, we know he's bad on drugs. I'm like, that's what it was. He probably owed them. He nah, couldn't pay them? Nah, the nigga was just, they was all smoking crack. Nigga, they was, oh, yeah, they were coke. Just heads. Yeah, and, and, and dude, when I, when, I read, when I met dude, he was running sales for me. You know wow. what I'm saying? And I didn't know he was, I didn't know he was bad off like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I, I thought I caught somebody that could be my ears and eyes and my little, my little runner. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it just didn't work out like that. Yeah, so um I um I never saw I never saw him again. I, I went to his house a couple times. He never came home. You know, not while I was there, he never came home. Right. And um 
I left from there. And I want to say, I want to say I went back to, um, I went back up to Marstown some type of way. Or nah. I think I was at, yeah, yeah. I went back to Marstown because I went to Marstown and I, I, um, I met a chick up there and was messing with this chick and I was going back and forth from Irvington to Marstown. You know, it's so crazy, man, because now that I'm thinking about all this stuff. Yeah, and this girl, like, yo, <laughs> she, the girl, yo, she was bad. This, I mean, her face, <laughs> her face looked like a thumb, bro. You hear what? me? But she, but her body, like, and, every, and everybody, listen, it was dudes in Marstown that was trying to, that was trying to get at this chick. And it was, and I just came home too, so my shit was already up. But it was dudes that were in Marstown that were trying to get her. My family's from Marstown, so I'm, 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 I consider myself a Marstonian because it's been so long now. Like my grandmother and I was raised in Marstown and parts of Marstown as well. Um, in Mad, uh, um, Madison Street and down, you know, in Clyde Potts and you know, Manhattan Village, blah blah blah. So um, her name was Tracy Robinson. So. Um, Tracy broke up with me on Christmas, on Christmas, and she told me, she's like, all you want to do when you come over here is fuck me, dog. She said, all you want to do is have sex with you. Well, that's exactly what she said. Wow. She broke up with me on Christmas Eve, my dude. And listen, I was staying at her house for that weekend. Yeah. So when I get up there, you know, I got my plan. I got, I bought a little pair of Reeboks. Yeah, this is when the, um, when the Reebok, not, uh, the, what the? Reebok Classics. No, they was the, um, the 5411s. The 5411s. I bought a pair of 5411s, and I bought a, a, I might have bought a pair of jeans or something. But anyway, um, yeah, she broke up with me, man. I, and I left the sneakers and shit, and I had to hop on the train before it was too late to get back down the way, bro. Yeah, and I was, yeah. Now, yeah. taking it back to the guys in the car, would you ever see any any of them again? Nah, nah. Uh-uh. And, that, and, that's, and that's, that's because I started getting smart. And started doing what I what I saw other people doing. People were going from where I, from down there up to Marstown and Dover, and they were getting money up there, but they were coming back, mm. right? Right. I was going from down there up to Marstown and Dover, but I was staying because I had family up there. Question for you: Last episode, you said that it it would be expensive and ultimately a waste of money to go to war. My question is, when is there a time to retaliate? And when is there a time to just take the loss? Well, if, to me, in my opinion, I mean, now it's, again, man, I, I don't, I can't really speak for now because, like I said, when I was, Back then, we're talking about the 90s, man, late 80s and the 90s. We're talking about, like, I, in the, when I got into the twos, like 2000, 2001, two, I, my, I was on the downscale of a hustle. Downscale. By the time, I tell you, by the time 2005 and six came around, I was working jobs, bro. I wasn't, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't running like that. So, look, what's that? 10 years later, mm-hmm. 2018, 17, 18, 19 almost, I don't, I really, I don't, I don't, 
I would just take the loss. Mm. Just because it's now the way I see people dying, you could walk out, you don't have to be walk out your door. You could be in your house and they're gonna come in and, and kill you. So you have a better chance of just taking a loss, man, just letting it go. Mm. Because it can be replaced. You know what I mean? Your life can't be replaced. Right. And back in my hustling days, <clears throat> people weren't getting mashed out and, and murdered like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm not saying, I'm saying that in the game. Like, now, you know, it's a total different environment. You have the gang activity, with, which incorporates with the drugs, and now a lot of people are being mashed out. In my day, like I said, you see, I, you heard the story I told you. A gun didn't come into play until three or four episodes after the fact. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it just wasn't like that. Niggas was just getting beat up. You know what I'm saying? Or niggas just just get jumped. But you would hardly ever hear Joker getting murdered unless it was over something, some heavy drugs. You know what I mean? But yeah, now it's a totally different, it's a totally different ball game, man. You know these kids out here, they'll kill you over something small. True. My, you know, it's interesting. You know, when you were talking about being on the third floor, and you know, you'll just take whatever piece you get. It didn't sound like you were hustling out of a sense of greed. It was a sense of necessity and a mean, you know, a means of providing. Yeah, man, true indeed. So do you think the greed only comes from those who are in the game and they start finding themselves like what what breeds the greed in the game if for you it never touched you in that way? I mean, it probably would have. I just wasn't I wasn't there long enough. Gotcha. It it it, it it's like money Money, quick, fast money, like like money, like COD, cash on demand, <laughs> it's, 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 it's a high, man. You know what I mean? So it, it's like when the people are coming all from, 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 from the manufacturing point to the, to the distribution point to the hiding and ducking point to the getting the money and reing up point. To the recooking it and manufacturing, that's all. It's all a. It's all a high, man, and it's all a part of a high, bro. Mm. It's 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 all an addiction. It's just like the person is just using the drug. Coupled with that, and again, uh, this will, this will be the final point. You know, you talk about the high. What happens to the level of paranoia? I mean, do you come in? I mean, you're coming in out of a sense of desperation, of needing money. So it's able to snuff out that paranoia so you can do what you got to yeah, do. Yeah, man, because you got to do what you got to do. So what happens to your level of paranoia? Like after each assault, you know, uh, after the, 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 the robbery when you're in the car, what, what does that do to your level of paranoia and ultimately PTSD once you're out of the game? I mean, it, again, man, it all depends on what type of cloth that you're cut from, man, mentally and psychologically, man. You know what I'm saying? And I mean that it's like in a serious sense of the word. It, it all depends on what type of cloth that you're cut from. Bro, understand what I'm trying to say to you. I got, I, yo, I got beat like within inches of my life. You understand? Went back into the game, right? Ended up going to Rawway State Prison for a 20-year situation, man. 20 with an 85. You understand? And I didn't come out you know, I didn't come out psychologically damaged. I didn't come out physically damaged. I didn't come out gay. I didn't come out hating on nobody. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's like, you know, I, I can't say what 
the next man would do or how they would respond, react, or, or any of that. You know what I'm saying? I know for me, the paranoia, it, it was just like, it wasn't really a paranoia. It was just like, I got to do what I got to do. I got to I gotta eat. I got to put a roof over my head. I got to have clothes on my back. So I got to do what I got to do. And the situation, whatever situation transpires during the situation, I'm just going to have to take it when it gets there. Did you ever believe and maybe ultimately accept that you would die in the game? Nah, because I, I, I'm, and I'm going to tell you why. Because everything that I was doing, I was doing because I, it initially started because everybody else was doing it. I didn't have to. I never had to hustle. I never in my life did I have to hustle. I hustled because I chose to hustle. Everything I did was because I chose to. I was raised by a family, my mother and my father, the morals, values, and, and, and beliefs that were instilled in me as a youth have stuck with me in, until this very moment right now in my life. And I tell my mother and my father, who are both still alive to this day, whenever I get a chance to tell them, I say, listen, you know, I think about it a lot. And I still want you to know that no matter whatever happens, if you ever start to second guess yourself in your head, wondering if you ever went wrong in raising me, never ever think that. I tell them that right now, still. You know what I'm saying? Because it was never, you know, you know, some people, man, especially as they get older, their mind does things, you know? And I always want that to be tangible in their in their in their heart. To know that, damn, my son, he was a fuck up at one time, but he got himself together. And during his fuckery, he has ensured me that it was not of my accord. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And that's what I, I want them to understand that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, man, I was it was just I didn't have to do that. My mother got my mother's got bread right now. My mother got a, a mini mansion that, out here in Fayetteville. My mother's yeah, so I never had to do that. It was just something I chose to do. And once I saw that, you know, it was something that it was just a, a, a phase and, you know, it was just something that I wanted to do, I knew I knew I was going to get out of it and, and, you know, do what I had to do and become a, a productive member of society. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, man, like I said, this is a... Uh... Man, this episode two with you, man. First time we really get a chance to to bust down, you know, a, a certain chapter in your life, man. But we're gonna have you on more, and and thank you, man, for everything in which you shared, brother. Uh, everybody, this is available on iTunes and SoundCloud. Well, thank you for your continued support. I dreams, I sell. And, uh, be good to one another. Take care. Peace.